0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Uh, Holding on, God is so good. I'm still holding on no matter what they said about me, no matter what they've declared about me, no matter who's canceled me out, no matter who has made the decision about my future, I'm still holding on to absolutely what God has said about me because what God says about me means more than anything. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations. With LaKeisha, it's your girl, LMJ, in this place today. And my God, I'm just reveling in the goodness of God. So I'm going to be determined not to be a car baby, but I just need to say thank you and here I gotta say thank you Um, without your support of the ministry the things that we do would not be possible I'm gonna say that one more time without your support of the ministry the things that we do would not be possible August isn't even over and we've served 75 meals and we sponsor a mom with five kids and we've been able to bless them and be able, we're still on air. It's just so many things that everybody that partners with us, everybody that supports the ministry, that if you didn't get it, that if you didn't understand it, that even if you didn't have the income, but that you pray and every video that you share and every opportunity, the things that you do are making a difference in the lives of individuals. Uh, yesterday, I went to drop off um, clothes and backpacks to this mom that I just just captured my heart when I met her during Feed the Streets. And she was just so grateful and so humble. But when I walked in the shelter, when I walked in the shelter, um, there was another mom that met me at the door because she wasn't there yet. And as I walked in the shelter and I began to um, talk with her, uh, I text the girl that I've been dealing with and I said, I need you to do me a favor because I saw another mom coming out the back and she introduced myself, herself to me and she had a 10 month old and they were in the stroller and I asked her, I said, how many moms are, single moms are there in this shelter? And she said eight, including myself. And so, um, it just makes a difference. There's eight moms in the shelter, including herself, eight women who are displaced, eight women that are homeless, eight women that have kids, um, eight families of kids that are going growing up in the shelter that will return to school today um, and still return home to the shelter. So if you thought you, yeah. And I got to look into their faces. And so if you thought what you do wasn't making impact I don't care if it's a dollar two dollars every time you sow into this ministry you are changing lives and I need to tell you thank you because of you a mom got taken care of because of you 75 meals were given out because of you we are changing the lives of everybody we come in contact with with and the other group is Drew Projects. Drew Projects is out of um North Hollywood, California. And because we sow seed into them, they were able to get feminine hygiene kits into the lives of women who are out there on the street. And the capacity of the people they serve is about eleven thousand people. So we're making eleven thousand people impact even in California. So I just had to pause and say thank you. Like I had to say Thank you, 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 I had to say thank you. The mom we serviced yesterday said thank you and I'm just grateful for you. Um, truly, I'm so grateful for you and for all that you are doing and all that you've done. So I appreciate you, I, I do and I love you and I know God honors that and we already know the benefits of sewing but more so the the word talks about the benefits of taking care of the poor. So that's it. I just, um, last night seeing those other moms just kind of shook some things in me, but also helped me to understand why God gave me a heart and why we're doing the things that we're doing. So thank you. Um, If you're just logging in, it's Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. And I am grateful. Um, just for you. Grateful to connect with you today. Grateful, I'm sorry, there's a fan blowing in the skin of my nose. Grateful for the power of the Holy Spirit and just all that he's doing and all that he's going to do through us. And grateful just for just God and God using us so today's devotional is life by the Spirit I told you we started talking about purpose yesterday and today's devotional is life by the Spirit it's called the call let me do a few shout outs hey Tammy hey Tammy hey to my auntie hey to so you guys logging in on Instagram hey to uh, Vanessa Buckner. Hey to Teresa. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey to Olive. Good morning to you. Um, Thank you, Uh, Yara. We trying to impact the world. We trying to impact the world. I promise you I am. I'm trying to, my God, to the world. Um, Hey, Melissa. Good morning. How you doing this morning? Good morning, Jessica. Hey, Kai. Hey, love. How y'all doing this morning? God is so, 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 so faithful. So do me a favor, do me a favor, go share the video right now. Put the video in someone's hands. If you're just logging on, we were just talking about the impact that this ministry has been having. And for those of you that have been partnering with us, we were able to support a mom with five kids for, um, This, we were able to feed 75 families already in August. We were, our 75 individuals received food. Uh, We were able to impact and so seed into Drew Projects. And Drew Projects was able to get feminine hygiene kits out. And this is all because of your trust with the ministry and your blessings into the ministry. And it's making impact and changing lives. So we appreciate you and thank you. Now we're going to get into the word today. I'm getting ready to pray. We already prayed for schools and teachers yesterday. This morning, I'm praying for you. I'm praying that your discernment increased so that you can walk into the fullness of who you were called to be yesterday we were talking my judah was in uh children's church sunday and man he was spitting wisdom (laughs) and i was listening to him and i recorded a few of the different things that he was just saying to his peers but he was just spitting wisdom and when we got yesterday we were at home and we were praying and we were just talking and he talking about all kinds of different things. like, And he was like, uh, we were talking about hearing God. And they were asking me, well, why do people do this? It's just different stuff that they always pose. And I'm like, but it's just because their hearing is off. And Judah kept saying, I don't hear God. I said, you do hear God. You just got to learn. There's no way that you can walk in the wisdom that you walk in and not hear God. I said, the only reason is you've got to learn how to discern his voice From your voice and the voice of the enemy and I said so it's not that you're not hearing God um, it's that you need to increase in discernment towards the things of God and you need to understand what God is saying to you and so I'm gonna say the same thing for those of you that think you're confused and think you're not hearing God you are hearing God it's not that you're not hearing God you've just got to learn how to discern between your voice uh, between the voice of God in between the voice of the enemy and a lot of times we don't know how to discern between the two voices you someone can i tell you something because i used to be there some of us are so full of religious jargon Some of us are so full of religious jargon that it's making us difficult to hear from God. And because no one has really ever taught us what it looks like to live life by the Spirit, we go with a lot of religious jargon. We go with a lot of religious talk. We go in a lot of religious ways. We say a lot of religious things. We post, we text, we reply in a lot of our emotions and our feelings, and in so many different things. And the Lord is like, nah, I'm trying to teach. You to live this thing by my spirit and not according to your flesh. So my prayer for you is um, that you learn to discern the voice of God over your own, outside of Satan, beyond your friends, your parents, and everything that you've been taught. If you're logging on, do me a favor. Go share the video. Drop it. If you're on Instagram. Click the little arrow and send it into different individuals on your list. Now this morning I wrote something, and you know when anytime we're teaching. I'm gonna take my time with this. I wrote something this morning and uh it became a prayer. And so I really need you just to repeat this after me to yourself. You don't necessarily have to type it. Today, we're talking about life by the Spirit. We're going to talk about the call and we're going to look at John's life this week in order to um, understand more about our purpose, understand more about who we are in Christ. John Piper, whom I love, um, who teaches just the word at a different capacity, said, The call of God creates sight in us. My God, the call of God creates sight in us. It's the work of God in our hearts to awaken us before his word. So when God is calling you to purpose, when he's called you out of darkness, when he called you into light, when Jesus came and died on the cross, it creates sight in us. Before we were blind and could not see. And so living, Life in the spirit begins to give us sight. Um, God works in our heart. The word works in our heart and it wak- awakens us for a work. So I wor- wor- uh, wrote this this morning as I was writing and typing and studying. I think I've been up since about 2, 2.30. I think it was 2.30. So it says, um, I've been called to a greater purpose beyond myself. Just repeat after me. My call, though it may seem similar, doesn't look like anyone else. Therefore, I am not to compare myself to anyone else other than Jesus Christ. My life should mirror his because I walk by faith and not by sight. My understanding of the word like a child is imperative to me fulfilling my purpose on earth. Therefore, I can't be deceived by the enemy unless I live a life in the flesh. Therefore, every time I read the word of God, my discernment is increased and my purpose is made clear, and my ability to impact the world will manifest. It will not be delayed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, your word is giving me divine revelation, encouraging me to give my best, inspiring me to live like Christ, and doing away with the idea of being a lover of myself. I am healed, set free, redeemed, and made whole because Christ lives in me. Holy Spirit, I give you permission to do the rest, to come in and take my life over. And a life by the Spirit guarantees that I won't live by the flesh, because God is walking in, is in me, and walking with me in Jesus' name. Amen. And God gave me that this morning. And as I was writing that this morning, I was like, Lord, this is so power, I've, powerful. I've been called to a greater purpose beyond myself. And I'm telling you this morning, you've been called to a greater purpose beyond yourself. Now let's go over um, to 1 Corinthians. Um, And the 2.14 is where we're gonna put the emphasis, right? But I'm gonna read it to you um, in my Bible and I need you to marinate on this. When key words stick out to you, I need you to highlight. I need you to underline. I need you to not be so anxious With the word of God, remember, we're not rushing from the table anymore because we're trying to grow in the things of God, because we're tired of living life by the flesh. And we want to walk into the fullness of what God called us to be. I'm not going to work just a job anymore. I'm not going to just go anywhere or do anything or say anything. We're living life by the spirit. So this is 1 Corinthians 2. And I want to back it up a little bit. And I need you to understand that God's wisdom is always revealed by the spirit. And so let me back it up to six. It says, we do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age. See, it's a difference between the wisdom of this age and the wisdom of ages that comes from God, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. However, it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those Not in words taught to us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit, here's our emphasis verse, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. So, stop arguing with people who do not have the Spirit of God. Stop arguing with people who do not have the full baptism of the Holy Spirit. Stop arguing with people, period. You should be arguing with people anyway, because James says, Why do we argue? We argue because we're not getting our way. But don't have pointless conversation and actually. Proverbs warn you about trying to correct a mocker or trying to correct someone who mocks the things of God and even saved people will mock the things of God. It says the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness, right? And cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. This is why it is easier it it is easier for us to believe the lies of the enemy and the lies that come to us in the flesh about our purpose and about our call because we're not resolving who God called us to be in the spirit. So the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness. That's why when you've been in your worst state, that's why when you say I don't just get this uh, when I walked away from teaching I didn't necessarily understand what God was doing um, I thought I was set on a track and a path in which God had called me to be but I was trying to conceive and receive my purpose and who I am in my flesh I was trying to make it make sense according to my degrees I was trying to make it make sense about according to what people said they saw in me I was um trying to make it make sense according to the dreams that I had had for myself, but not necessarily the dreams that God had deeply, divinely put in me. So the fifteen verse is a person with the spirit makes judgment about all things but such a person is not subject to merely judge merely human judgments for who has known the mind of the lord as to instruct him but we have the mind of christ but the only thing that's going to awaken us to the mind of christ is that we are living life fully baptized Fully in the Holy Spirit, understanding what the things of God is saying to us. The Spirit will shake something inside you. It will wake something significant in you. It will begin to point things out and say, that is not the life that I called you to do. We're not living life based on emotionalism and experiences and this seemed like a good idea. No, we're going to live life according to the purpose. This is why sometimes we have been struggling with our identity and. Christ. Because we've been trying to understand our worthiness, our righteousness through our flesh. And because it doesn't add up in our flesh, we think it doesn't align with the spirit when actually it aligns with the spirit and it's not going to align with our flesh. So the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit of God. The revelation that you need for you to answer the call, for you to walk, fully into your purpose is only gonna come because you've discerned that through the Spirit of God. That's why sometimes we'll see people and they will have been operating in a certain level and then they leave their job all of a sudden and then they move on to something else. And we're like, what happened here? Well, what happened here was most likely they were living in a place where they were in their flesh and the Spirit of the Lord has said that I'm calling you. Can I tell you something? The call, the clarion call, the clear call of God is discerned at a capacity That if you do not have ears to hear, you will miss it and you will work the same job for 25 years, never feeling, feeling satisfied, never feeling fulfilled. The spirit of excellence, the things God called us to can become so watered down. We will become so complacent. We will accept things and think they are the things that we're supposed to be focused on when they're not. So let's switch over to Romans 8 and 26. Remember, we've been in the eighth chapter of Romans and 8, 26. Somebody say to me, just say right now, I'm walking into my call. I'm I'm walking into my call. I'm I'm walking into my call. I'm not going to live by my flesh anymore. I'm going to walk into the fullness of my call. I'm going to walk into what God called me to be because I'm not going to continue to live life by these these perspectives that are gaining me absolutely anything. See, we think we're gaining when we achieve or acquire tangible things, but it's the intangible things that are going to make a difference and be long lasting. So let's go over to, um, eight and 26 in Romans and I'm going to back it up a little bit. And it says not only that, but we also have the first fruits of the spirit. Um, This is the 23rd through 21st. It says, even when we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our present sufferings are outweighed, right? The glory which shall be revealed in us is going to look so much differently. We haven't yet, we have a taste of the glory to come. And so there's something that's going to be fulfilled in us. Through the spirit. So the 26 and 27 says, right, likewise, the spirit also helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit or the Holy Spirit, which is making intercession for us. And so if we are living life according to the spirit that's making uh, or interceding for us through world, wordless groans, and it's it's the spirit identifying those deep mo- mo- moaning, groaning places in us, those unsatisfied places that we try to quench, that we, we try to replace um, in other things, that we try to substitute in other things, The Spirit is giving utterance to those groanings in us. And so here's a few notes for you on Romans 26. So the Spirit is introducing to us to a new source of consolation and support. My God, the Holy Spirit is consoling us differently. The Holy Spirit's consolation or how the Holy Spirit deals with us and how the Holy Spirit helps us and how the Holy Spirit blesses us is not gonna look like what this world has tried to satisfy us with or what we've allowed the world to satisfy us with. So his support is derived from the spirit of God. And it's a sustaining power, my God. It's a sustaining power that can only come through Christ Jesus. And so we're not talking about our spirit. We're not talking about the spirit of man in Romans 26. We are talking about the Holy Spirit who's come to strengthen us, to affirm us, And to to allow us to understand this is really where it's at. This is really where your peace is at. This is really where your grace is at. This is really where the harmony, see, there's a cadence. There's a rhythm to God. This is really where the rhythm is at. This is where the harmony is at. This is where your peace is. This is where your joy is. And so the Holy Spirit, the same spirit is coming to help us in our weak spots. It's coming to help us where we haven't fulfilled. And what that word help means is it's coming to sustain us, right? It, it's coming to sustain us, it's coming to aid us, it's coming to support us. Um, it's going to support, it's going to unite, it's going to assist you and he wants to assist you but a lot of times we got to make a decision, I'm going to get out my own way. Can somebody say that this morning? You know what, I'm making the decision today, I'm going to get out my own way. I'm I'm going to get out, my. I've been in my own way. Too long. I've been in my own way. I've been in my own purpose. I've been in my own call. I've been in my own relationships. I've been handling my money on my own. I've been raising my kids in my own way. I've been responding to my marriage in my own way. I've been doing these things in my own way. And the Holy Spirit has said, I am here to aid you and help you. I've been trying to help you all along. I've been tapping you on your shoulder. I've been sending you moments. You know, some of us have had the same burning bush moments that Moses had, it's just looked different. And we rerouted ourselves and we've misaligned ourselves and we focused on other things and we ran and we got other degrees and we got position in other things and the Holy Spirit is beckoning to us. My God, the Holy Spirit is beckoning to us. He's saying, come here. Come here. I'm trying to take the stress off of you. I'm trying to remove the burden off of you. I'm trying to release you into something that's greater, the place that's going to provide for you, the place that's going to leave you less frustrated, the place in which I want to assist you. And the thing that he's trying to assist us in is our infirmities. And when we use the word infirmities, we're not just talking about infirmities. We're referring to our weakness. We're affirming. affirming to, we're we're affirming our. We're talking about not just singing. We're talking about our weaknesses. Those things that we are weak to. Those things that keep being repeated. Those places and those cycles that have been difficult for us to break. Those things that we have been trying to rationalize in our mind. He is simply saying, "I am here to aid you and to help you with your weak spots, and I am here to aid you and help you in your various trials in life." And I'm trying to give you the strength to bear them, my God. And I'm trying to give you what it takes so you can be sustained, right? And I'm trying to show you what I need to show you in the word. And I'm trying to minister to you. And I'm trying to give you truth. And I'm trying to change your perspective. And I'm trying to enable you, my God, to be enabled, to empower you so that you're able to persevere, which means you're going to endure from the air end, right? From the very end. That's what all this way. He's like knocking on your. Hey, let me in. Let me in. I've heard you groan. My God. my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. I've heard you groan in the very depths of your heart. And I'm trying to step in so that the groanings and the aches and the fatigue and the tiring and the the, the misalignment and all of these things, I'm knocking on your door. I just need you to answer. I just need you to open up. I just need you to let me in. You've given me, my apostle said something big. He said, we'll allow God to do deal with a few chambers in our heart. And then all the other hearts got stuff. So I'm trying to knock on the door. I'm trying to show you this thing differently. I'm trying to allow you to receive what I'm saying and hear what I'm doing. Some of y'all have drained all your resources. (laughs) And the Holy Spirit is, I'm trying to be your resource. I'm trying to give you insight. I'm trying to help you with this. I'm trying to minister to you in a way that you've never been ministered to before. I don't want you to think that God has forgotten about you. He's not. I just need you to submit to this. And it says, for we know not. And what it means is we we do not know what to pray for often. And we don't really know what's best for us. And we don't know what God may be willing to grant us. And the Holy Spirit is like, I'm trying to teach you what to pray for. I'm trying to give you the best of the best. I'm trying to let you see who you are in Christ Jesus and that you don't just have to settle for anything. I'm trying to help you answer the call on your life so that you can walk in the fullness. And so I'm trying to give you the reason that God put this, put you in this. I'm trying to show you uh, the principles of the kingdom. I'm trying to give you the understanding that can only come to the spirit and not by my. I'm trying to, I'm trying to teach you what your real needs are. <laughs> I, I'm trying to teach you what your real needs are. I'm not trying to teach you what the the needs of what this world. I don't want you to just be caught up in what you eat and what you drink. Remember, that's what Matthew tells us. I don't need you just caught up in what you eat and drink. I don't need you just caught up in what you're gonna wear the next day because those have been the things the enemy wanted you to focus on he wanted you to focus on what you were lacking in this tangible and physical world so that you can get your eyes off of what will be produced in you through the call and so what the holy spirit is trying to say there are things that you don't even understand That you will never understand in the mind of man and the only reason that you're going to understand is that you understand this about the spirit so there's a real deep perplexity to things that can only be revealed to you by the holy spirit that's why sometimes we sit around and go well why do they act like that well there's a perplexity there that can only be revealed to you by the spirit and if you leave this alone and you continue to try to bear these without the holy spirit then The struggle is gonna be there. Um, The coarseness is gonna be there. The fatigue is gonna come in. The stress is gonna be weightiness because you still try to hold those things. And so, but the spirit itself, right? The spirit itself, and we're gonna pause right there because we're just out of time. The spirit itself is making intercession. And I'm gonna talk to you more about what it means for the spirit to be making intercession for us. So I, I hope you took the notes. I hope you understand. The, about how the Holy Spirit is trying to help you and awaken you to your call. And I hope you receive the prayer that we prayed by faith. And remember, I'm called to a greater purpose. Beyond myself. I'm called to something bigger. Thank you, Auntie. I'm called to something bigger and greater, my God, than I've imagined. And Holy Spirit, I need you to come in. I need you to be with me. I need you to show me how to pray. I don't even know the right things to pray in this situation. I need you to show me what to ask for. And if you'll step back and allow him to do the things, he'll begin to make intercession for you, my God. And then the life of Christ. Remember what I said, John Piper said? You're going to begin to have sight and the life of Christ will begin to awaken from you. And most of the time we see life from this er, er, level. And God is like, raise your sight ups, because of what I have to show for you is bigger. It's greater. It's more than anything you can ever imagine. Let me pray for you and let's get out of here. Father God, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you for your people. I thank you for the word of god active and alive in their lives i thank you for the wisdom of the holy spirit in them and all around them ministering angels i thank you i thank you you are ministering in their houses right now as we pray this prayer that they are taking father god you by faith that they understand the redemption of who they are in christ jesus we thank you Father God. Father forgive us for every time we grieved or quenched the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit stir up the call. Stir up the gift in us. Let us run this race with patience. My God let us run this way with clarity. Let us run this race answering the clarion call that is on our life. Father God we thank you for the wisdom. We thank you for the wisdom, not of this ages, the wisdom for the ages that comes to us by the Holy Spirit. We thank you for protection. We thank you for provision. We thank you, Father God, for the greatness that's being developed in us. We thank you for the spirit of excellence that's coming out of us. We thank you that we are not wise in our own eyes, but that we begin to trust you like never before. I cancel every lie, my God, every lying spirit, every assignment of the enemy that has told them that there are not enough. Let their purpose and their call be awakened in them. Let them trust you more than they trust themselves, Lord God. Let them not be tempted by the lust of the flesh, Lord God. Lord God, let them know who you are in their lives. Let them encounter and and experience you today like never, ever, 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 ever before. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, I am praying. Yeah, y'all, I'm praying that God give you proper sight and that the Lord show you and that you just meditate. Replay this today. Replay this message before you go to bed at night. Go and read back over the scriptures. Don't get up from the table too fast. Don't rush into another message and another sermon chew on this god gave you this this day this was hot off the press this was divine revelation god gave you this this day for a reason he's trying to wake up the call and the purpose in you that's where your provision is that's where your favor is that's where everything that you need to be connected to is and you got to have something that strikes you and something that moves you and something that's awakened in you so that you don't get satisfied with the lust of the flesh (laughs) so that you don't get satisfied with the lust of the flesh. He's tricky, it's tricky, and it'll look like it's working and it'll look like what it's supposed to be, but it's not God's very best for you. I love you. <laughs> I love you, but the God that we serve, our father, our daddy loves you so much more, and he is calling you into purpose, and He has a there's a call in your life, and you are not a waste of time, and you are not a waste of vision, and you are not a waste of energy, and, and you are not a waste. <laughs> And I heard that in my spirit, somebody kept saying, I'm a waste, you're not a waste. (laughs) Your time hasn't been wasted. And just when you think that God isn't gonna do what he's gonna do, the speed of God is gonna move and it's gonna accelerate you and it's gonna move expediently for you. And he's gonna position you and he's gonna prosper you so that you can make impact and do what you were meant to do here on this earth, God is not through with you. God is not through with you, I promise you. I'm the greater witness for you today. God is not through. I feel a reset coming for some of y'all because you're gonna tap into the things of the Spirit and then the Holy Spirit is gonna reset you and you're gonna be refreshed, restored and renewed. And I know that he always resets you after repentance comes. Father God, we thank you that everything need is met. We thank you that every need is met, every door is open, every blessing is received. We thank you that favor goes before us, manifesting in miracle signs, marvels and wonders in our life. We thank you that every need that they petition you for this morning has met. We stand corporately, we stand in agreement. We thank you Satan, you cough it up right now. We send the angels to go get our stuff, multiply, increase, bless us according to your measure. Healing is ours and all things are ours in Jesus name. Amen. I love y'all so much. I'll see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Do me a favor, invite someone in, share this video today, drop and copy the YouTube link. I don't care, but let's get this message today in the hands of every- Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.